0: Now, James, i have been told that um, most people really want to go and see your show. How much for cash? Because of Piero Vervatene, not so much for yourself. Is that true? Where have you heard that? Just online. No, and, and no, uh, thanks.
1: I'm done with this interview. Pretty much, like Facebook, yeah, no, it's everywhere. Really? Of interview. It's... This is, but that's bloody rude, mate. Rude.
0: James Leotta, welcome to Comedy Legends with Bevo. Great to have you in the studio for Thank the very you. first time. Thank you so
1: much. I don't know if I have to reach over and shake, <laughs> shake hands. These days you can shake hands. Yeah, yeah. With fist pump, fist pump. pump. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you go do you <laughs> for the shake the, to, of the hand and people go, no, I'll give you yeah. a bit of that. So <laughs> i give them a bit of this. It's so awkward,
0: isn't it? Like, honestly, you just don't know what to do. No, you These don't days. know what to do anymore, yeah. but it's great to be here. I've seen it on the YouTube and finally I'm here. Oh, what an absolute pleasure it is to to obviously meet you for the very first time. I saw your show recently with Tahir and George, Thanks. Crazy Rich Ethnics. And how, how was it. that series? Because it was a lot of fun. I went along to it and saw it. And yeah, it, was, it was great. It was, it was great. It was an
1: interesting one because we we developed it pre-COVID. We kicked it off, had to stop because of COVID. Then we kicked off more. Then we stopped again because of COVID. And then finally we managed to finish the uh, the tour. So in all in all, it was about 30 or so shows around Australia that we did.
0: It was great. Wonderful. Well, you had a, a packed house at the Arca as you should, as well. So, and you're back again in Adelaide. we will speak about your show a bit later on. Sure. But let's talk about your journey, though. Let's go back to how it all began, because mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, you actually started things pretty young. Your, your father was an actor as well, and you got an agent at a young age. Um, explain more about that. Yeah, yeah. My, my father was always uh, doing theatrical productions
1: uh, on the side. Uh, of running other businesses like restaurants and and things like that, so it was a hobby for him. and uh, he he was an actor and he was a playwright. More for the Italian community, he would write shows in Italian, he was a very good Italian writer for the Italian community, particularly of of Melbourne of Victoria, and then he would stage them with um you know other other members of the community that just loved performing. So I was always involved in that world of performance. I mean, it was just that it was in Italian when I was a young age, that's all. So it was just in a different language. But the rules of performance remain. You know, acting is acting. That's whether or not the the language is different, doesn't matter. So I got involved in that. And uh, from that, I grew a real liking to it from a young age. And so my dad, you know, sort of found an agency for me to be in. And from time to time, I would uh, take time off school to do things like commercials or small bit parts here and there. I never landed like, you know, like a mega movie as a child or anything like that, but I did certainly have fairly constant work with things that would pop up. I've done all the pasta sauce commercials, <laughs> I've done all like, are we allowed to mention brands. Cushcake. Yeah, okay, Dolmio, <laughs> Zaffarelli pasta, I did that as a teenager. Um, then I did a, a commercial for a, a, a restaurant chain called La Porchetta, which I don't think you have here in Adelaide. But Love that a, place. There's a few in oh. Melbourne. It's a huge, huge place. I've done a couple of commercials for them. And then there was a, there was an ABC show called Liftoff uh, a long, long time ago. And I was on that, at a you know, sort of regularly uh, on that show, whether it was just small parts or bit parts, just small things would pop up on that show. So... Bits and pieces, you know, and I'd have to actually take time off school as a kid to work, which is interesting because you have to sign this form that the principal has to sign off on it, and if the principal doesn't sign off on it, back then you couldn't work. The kid couldn't work. Ah. So if, like, your grades were crap, the principal could say, we're not letting this kid out of school to go and work because he's not doing well at school. So he doesn't do a Ferris or and take a day off then?
0: <laughs> Pull it, a sickie to go work. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, yeah. So yeah. it was interesting times. And yeah. what about at school? Because... You know, we see these days when you're with sports stars, like in Adelaide, we've had Kyle Chalmers and, and so many other examples of, of athletes who have done really good things, been at the Olympics at a young age, and, and your musicians like you guys, Sebastian and these sort of people as well. What was it like being at school and actually, you know, your, your classmates seeing you on TV, were you known as a bit of a hero back in those days? I don't know about a hero. Um, <laughs> there were
1: two sides to it. There were the side that was supportive and they were like, oh, that was really cool, you know, or we saw you on something or whatever, you know. Then there was the side that for some reason they'd pick on you. They'd they'd be jealous, I guess, you know, <laughs> that you were doing something that was different that not every kid in the school was doing, you know? They were playing footy and you were off like filming a commercial or something like that. So there were there were two two sides to it. And then, you know, they'd pick on you, they'd go, Oh, why don't you um why don't you play the dog on blue healers? You know, <laughs> Oh, that's
0: rough. It is rough, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Just a jealousy thing, I reckon.
1: Yeah. Then i tell them how much money I made for a commercial and they'd shut up because, you know, they weren't making that much money for a commercial. And I the ladies, did it any... work with that as well in, <laughs> in high school? With... Not really. Not really? <laughs> no, nah, not really, no. Nah. I don't recall any ladies popping up <laughs> because I, cause they might have spotted me on TV here or no, there. No, it didn't
0: work for that? No. No, nah, no, nah, not really. It still doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, nothing's changed there. And what yeah. about your, your dad? You know, was he was he a big influence on your career, and, and especially starting so young as an actor? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because you know, he got me involved. He was the first one that sort of uh, put me on
1: stage and, and you know uh, made me feel what it was like to perform to a live audience. And I, I really just took a, a passion and a love for it at a young age, and it stays with you. It really is something that's like in your blood. And then whether you then pursue it as a career, you know, that's a different story because it's it's a real lifestyle. It's not just a job. You have to live the lifestyle of it, and the lifestyle is, is very up and down. You don't know when you're getting your next job sometimes. You know, paychecks are in and out all the time. You, you're basically working for yourself in many ways.
0: So it's a journey, absolutely. So after school, um, going from, you know, Back where we are now to, to back to school. Did you study yourself in, in the art side of things or did you go straight into acting after school? Or Yeah, tell us about yeah, that situation. Yeah,
1: uh, I did one course. I did a two-year Diploma of Arts, which was uh, based around theatre and theatre making. In particular, it, the focus of this course was creating your own work, which that's what I've been doing for the last uh, good 10, 15 years now is creating my own work. As well as working in other people's productions, I put on my own shows like the ones that i've got coming to adelaide and all around uh, australia so it was a real hands-on course to be part of but that's the only course i've ever done because i was already working in the business so the course was just to enhance some skills and get something on paper where i can go well i've got a diploma i'm a (laughs) diploma of acting i've got it you know doesn't mean anything.
0: <laughs> Did you ever get on Neighbours <laughs> Home Away or Blue Heel?
1: I got on Neighbours yeah. a couple of times. Yeah, I oh. worked oh, on Neighbours. What, what yeah. was your role Neighbours? It
0: was a small role, a couple of
1: episodes. I was just a mate. It, it, very incidental. Like, I didn't really push the storyline along, you know. I was a mate of one of uh, my characters' name was Paul Stafford. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> That's just a character's name. And uh, it was he, he was a mate. He was a mate of one of the leads. It's almost 20 years ago that I, I don't even remember much of it. So.
0: And you get to meet many of the cast after the show as well? Yeah, or? you do. You yeah. do. You
1: were in the green room with them at the time, you know, hanging out. I was there with Harold, Ian Smith, oh. and um, he's a grumpy man. Is he? He's a very grumpy man. Oh, I, that surprised me. I thought he'd be quite a nice guy. I remember. Are we allowed to swear on this thing? Of Are we? <laughs> he, he looked at the schedule and they – poor guy. They had programmed him for one scene at like 7 in the morning. This This is all I remember about being on Neighbours in the green room. And then one scene – at six o'clock at night, but he couldn't leave. Like he had to stay because sometimes it's just the way the schedule works. It's like, who oh, fucking puts these schedules together? <laughs> <laughs> and
0: he's like, oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> great, great guy. I can't imagine how it's worried. That's amazing. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. No, no, he's yeah, he's a good, he's a good bloke. But I just
1: remember him being upset about this this schedule, and I get it, like. They've been on the show for 50 years, you know. Like, I don't want to do that. If it's me, I'm like, yeah, I could just stay all day. That's great.
0: It's different for them. And did you watch the finale? And, and you know, did you feel did, a I bit did. more special knowing that you'd actually been a part of Neighbours back in the day?
1: You know, it was, it was great to, I haven't watched Neighbours in a long time, um, but I did watch the finale for the reasons that, you know, you, just to see how they tie it all together. It was nice to know that at some point you did work on it. You know, uh certainly wasn't uh, some reoccurring role or anything like that. I did audition a few times, but it just didn't go my way for those bigger roles. Um, the finale is an interesting one. I'm not sure. I, I was expecting a bit more. I mean, there was, you know, no one died. There was nothing blew up. No, it was just, it was too nice. It was too nice.
0: I'm with you. Did like, you watch it? Yeah, I did. No, I was thinking the same thing. I'm waiting for a bomb to go off I or something like, something like, like you know. <laughs> what's happening here? It was. Toadie was meant to leave. Yeah.
1: And then at the end, he's like, I'll stay. Oh, this is just boring. boring no. <laughs> Leave Tony.
0: Like, I want tears. Leave the like, amount of kidnappings and yeah. stabbings and whatever's happening on the but show. But in the over last the years, episode, it's yeah, so, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you as well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. every
1: show has its time. Eventually, you know, it, it can't go forever. True. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And your father, we spoke about before, the influence that he's had on your career. Yeah. Do you feel as though, um, if he wasn't an actor, you know, you might have done a different Career path yourself, and, and what do you think you might have done if you weren't an actor, oh, a wow. comedian? That's a good question,
1: mate. You know, it, it,
0: I better give Anna it, it, more producer, a chance to do so. Anna, out. Anna that great question, yes.
1: Anna. No, because when it's with you from a young age, that young, you don't even think about it. It's always been with you. But I, yeah, look, if if he wasn't involved in the arts, they ran, you know, they ran restaurants. My parents ran restaurants, so potentially I might have grown into the restaurant business. You know, in another life, I would have loved to have been a pilot. Oh. Yeah, because I, I love uh, flying, not actually flying. I love just flying in the aeroplane. But to be a pilot, you've got to be a lot more intelligent than what I am, <laughs> like a lot more intelligent. High
0: pressure as well. Yes, that yeah. too. So, but I love, I love planes. And James, how do you go in terms of nerves and, and also hecklers on stage? Uh, what's your way of approaching them? Yeah, in terms of,
1: of comedy, yeah. in, in terms of – look, when it comes to stand-up, I started stand-up comedy probably a good – Fifteen years ago, and it, it is nerve-wracking at the start. It takes time to find your style, basically, and how you're, you know, you're going to perform that to an audience. You know, your your type of stories, the way you, you know, recite your jokes and and your gags, and and the way you you deal with your audience. But nerves are good. Like you need to use nerves. You know, if nerve if you're a performer and nerves are making you. So nervous that you're breaking out in sweats and you've got anxiety. It's not for you. Like that's not, it's not worth all that trouble. You're in the wrong job. You know, a little bit of nerves just to excite you is good. When you're doing comedy and you hear people laugh, not your family and friends, but people that you don't know laugh at what you know you're talking about in your material. It's one of the best feelings in the world. Because to make to make people laugh is, is fantastic. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Just giving people a good time. I don't do comedy that has a message. You know, a lot of people, a lot of comedians will have a message in their show, which is great. Fantastic when they can weave that through their show. It's not for me. Not yet anyway. I just want to, the focus is
0: to laugh. Here's the gag. Here's the material. Enjoy it. You do a very good job of that oh, as well. So, that's, that's very and and the heckler side of things, have you had a couple over the years and, and how do you how do you deal with them? Because well like you mentioned, hmm. some comedians have different yeah. ways of dealing with them. Yeah, like
1: you've got your like what we call anti heckles in your brain, ready to go, you know, just generic stuff if someone goes a little bit too far. In Melbourne, I was part of a theatre restaurant for seven years. I was a, oh. a lead performer at a theatre restaurant. We've called, got,
0: we have used to have, those, we used to have the you? night train in Adelaide back in the day. Right. You've got witches and bitches. Witch, don't you? Witches in breeches. Yeah, Sorry, britches, not bitches. No, <laughs> not bitches, not bitches.
1: Witches, people used to call it that all the time, is witches in, in breeches, which I, I found out uh, years after this just means pants. <laughs> breeches means pants of some sort was there for seven years. Every single weekend, I probably missed five shows over seven years. One of them was my sister's wedding. I had to go.
0: Yeah. uh, (laughs) You might be in trouble with (laughs) that (laughs) (laughs) if you didn't go. (laughs) I had to go to that.
1: Uh, You're dealing there. There was a lot of heckles there because you're dealing with an audience that's very alcohol-fueled. You know, it's it's theater restaurant, so they'd have their dinner. Then they'd watch a two-hour show. So by the time Second Act came along, it was pub crowd kind of stuff. Some Sometimes the heckles just turn into abuse and we had to stop the show because they were just too far gone. To call police sometimes, <gasps> to come and drag whole tables out. Holy moly. Yeah, had to close the curtains, the show will cease for the next five minutes, blah, 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 until they sort it out. Yeah, because they just got too drunk. Would that make
0: it hard mm. to... You
1: know, so it's more than heckling.
0: Yeah, yeah. And would that make it hard to sort of just concentrate after going through those sort of, you know, to, to reset after being through that sort of situation? It, it does put a,
1: it certainly puts a damper on, on the show because all of a sudden you're stopping the show. Um, The the timing of the show is gone, you know, the, the moment, you're missing the moment, you know, to, to stop a show so you can take a group of people out, the cops have come in, 12 of them to take them out. But, what you find in moments like that is that that group that were being rowdy everyone was annoyed with them so everyone was pleased when you know groups like that left So we'd open the curtains the show would continue you get a big applause for it and then <laughs> off off we go again but that's theater restaurant for you you know that's when there's too much alcohol
0: And that would obviously put you in good stead as well if you go to, like, say, fringes and things around the world and around Australia when you deal with hecklers, knowing that you've been through those sort of situations Exactly, you've been through the
1: worst of the worst, you know, like you can't, you know, it can't be any any better than just having, you know, people get taken out by the cops (laughs) at a show. That's next level. I mean, you know, you're not going to find that at Her Majesty's Theatre, you know, like it's, it's a whole different, different thing. But it, it throws you into the deep end of stuff and it, it gives you the skills. And do you like to do you like to argue back with these hecklers? Because, um, oh, you know, just like depends. I said, some
0: comedians have different ways of handling it. Yeah, so.
1: it just depends. It, it depends whether it's a genuine heckle or, you know, sometimes a heckle can be quite funny and you have to acknowledge it. Like sometimes people are, are very funny what they throw at you, you know, and whether you can get one on top of that is up to you as a comedian. If you can't, sometimes you just... You go, that's great. Sometimes you'll laugh back yep, you know, yep. at, at that. So for the most part, people are good. You know, H- Heckles are far and few. And the material yeah. for your shows, where does it generally come from, James? Uh, we say that it comes from going back home to our parents and having dinner or our grandparents <laughs> and just meeting them, not meeting them, just being with them for a few hours. You get all your material from there. Because <laughs> so, a lot of our material is based around our family, our upbringing, the experiences we've had. But also it's about looking at the differences, you know, because ethnic kids uh, and even teenagers, we, we, we grew up different. We, we grew up with the different morals, different parenting, different parenting styles in our families compared to, say, some of our Anglo friends. And a lot of the comedy is based around that, the comparisons of that as well. So it's all stuff that we've experienced and people, you know, our audience relates to it. When they relate to it, they can find it funny
0: and you've got a, a female uh character you play as well tell us about her
1: yeah yeah and, we, and the, uh, and
0: the idea for her came about
1: as well yeah well bo- both myself and, and my colleague piero via who's part of my my show which we'll uh, talk about soon we both play women who are the wives of our characters Pippo and pasquale and they always for some reason they came about after they're like. These guys need wives. Well, who's going to play them? Well, we're going to play them. (laughs) So it's been a lot of fun, yeah. And the whole, you know, you're not reinventing the wheel when it comes to men getting dressed up as women for comedic purposes. This has been happening back in the Shakespeare days, you know. Well, Shakespeare days, women weren't weren't even allowed to perform on stage. Glad times have changed since then, but they (laughs) weren't allowed to perform. So the men would play the women roles. So, you know, again, we're not reinventing the wheel here.
0: And you and George did that as part of Crazy Rich Ethics. We did. It was absolutely
1: hilarious. Mate. We did. So, we had a good time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So those two lady characters had never worked together before on stage So because George has his lady character, yes. the Yaya or Ellie, his <laughs> grandmother. And uh, we decided for Crazy Rich we'd bring my one, the Italian one, and the Greek one together in a little skit. And, uh, yeah, it went very well. Yeah, people liked it.
0: And, and speaking of the, the rich, crazy, crazy rich ethnics as well, all three of you guys have been on Fat Pizza together. Yeah, that's uh, our to common link. Yeah, uh, that's George, our our common link. Ronald McDonald and, and yourself. Um, you played Luno? Uh, uh, Lino. 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 Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that is our common
1: link. There you go. Uh, so Tahir, obviously, a legendary um, character from Fat Pizza back in the day. Habib. George was in there playing Ronnie McDougall as well. And then I've come on. Uh, in the new series that Paulie Fennick has put together. Uh, Paulie's given me this great opportunity to, to take part in the new series. And I always wanted to be on it when I used to watch it. I was about 18. I used to bring my agent weekly and say, can you find like an audition or something? <laughs> and it was Sydney-based and they weren't dealing with other areas, you know, for casting. Couldn't get on it. Could not get on it. Then 20 years pass and... You meet the right people. You make the right connections, you know, and suddenly the show's back and you get a call going, hey, you know, would you like to play this role? I'm like, yeah, that would be fantastic. <laughs> what a dream come true. Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it really is. I know it's one of those weird ones, but it is a, for me it is a little dream come true. To whip on the fat pizza outfit and be delivering pizzas and having a whole storyline put around you on the new Fat Pizza comedy series, it's a legendary show. Oh, I love it too. I think you know, so much for. It's sparrow, a crazy show. It is. It's but loose. That's it, but that's But but that's that's the point. Like it's just a laugh. It's an escape. You know. That's all it. That's all it is. And the character you play, you know, is it a serious character or is it like? Oh no, he's he's a he's the forty-year-old virgin basically. He's the cousin. He's Paulie's cousin. Paulie Falcone's cousin, and he's just a dork, and he, like he thinks he thinks he's good with the ladies. He's not. <laughs> He claims he's been with many, but he hasn't been with any. And, um, and uh, he gets up into he gets to all sorts of trouble, you know. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, look, we've done two seasons already. I believe there will be a season three of the New Fat Pizza in time. Paulie Phoenix working on a few other projects at the moment, so yeah, other TV projects. But it will, it will come. Yeah.
0: And what about the the other cast members on Fat Pizza? You know, what's it like being working with them? And then, yeah, give us a bit of an idea about something? They're of the other all cast fan, they're all fantastic, and no and no one is like aggressive the
1: way some of the fat pizza characters are even you know because a lot of them double up in house as well of course so (laughs) i did a cameo on house as lino mind you but no no everyone's lovely really really lovely everyone's down to earth fun to be with lots of laughs lots of smiles they're they're fantastic
0: how do you go with playing a serious character when
1: i get an opportunity to play a serious character i love it absolutely love it because i love drama i i graduated as more of an actor. In a dramatic sense, uh, comedy kind of came after. I was still I was still involved in comedy, but it, as a, as more of a career path, it came a little bit after. But I yeah, I'm craving to get like a dramatic role in Hanging something. Home away maybe.
0: Could, be a, that, could oh, be a new oh, Riverboy, Is that drama? Yeah, yeah. I could be a new gang
1: member. <laughs> yeah. I could be like the short hairy wog gang. <laughs> one of the one bikies maybe or something. Yeah, like oh, that? yeah, I could be a biker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I mean, I'm going skinhead soon. Oh, it's coming to the best of us, mate. Oh, so. uh, mate, I've got to say, I don't know, if, I don't know if this is in shot, but that's you, yeah. Yeah, no, I've never no, a... done it with the hair yeah, though. Oh, I'm pretty you? fortunate. You're pretty fortunate in the Yeah, cartoon. My, my
0: cartoon guy was uh, very nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> my, my mates like to remind me, and they've actually done a couple of like what it should look like, and they've sort of c- cut most of my hair off. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you pricks, you know what blokes are like. So, <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah, funny. No, quite.
1: They're like, you should change the logo. I'm like, no, I'm I like I'm the eye, the, and the so. eyebrows. The eyebrows. Are Fantastic. <laughs> the blue eyes. And the, and I know. Yeah, he's done well. That's so. good. Now you look good. You look good there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually
0: me after I've been a mosh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and look, you've got the you've got our premier, the Victorian premier's ears as well. Yeah, Dan Andrews. You've exactly. Got the, um, <laughs> we call it
0: dumbo years he he's got yeah exactly no, i'm quite happy <laughs> to leave it as this but uh, yeah. hey before we go uh, sure. let's talk about your show that's happening coming up in october yeah you, you spoke about it a little bit before i did i yeah, did so you, you've got a you've got a, a brochure to show as well i do i do
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes that's our poster that camera there we go to that camera i'm not sure um that's our poster it's called how much for cash and it's got myself and my colleague, Piero Villavantane, and we've got our characters, Pit von Pasquale, the ladies, the Marias. <laughs> uh, we've got um, other new characters as well, videos, never-before-seen video sketches as well, so they, they break up the uh, live scenes that we do. We're coming to Adelaide at the Star Theatre, which is um, a real icon here in Adelaide, an iconic local theatre. It's like a 350-seater, you know, genuine proscenium arch theatre. It's fantastic. And we, we can't wait. And October 1 is the date, and you can get tickets through You Don't forget the live because it takes you to a porno. <laughs> and don't, we've got no tickets to that. That's not our show. You go howmuchforcashlive.com And Bevo, just for your viewers, if uh, they use the code cash10, they'll get a bit of a discount on tickets as well, and wogs love a discount. Absolutely. So that's why we had to create it can't wait because now everyone's of course the, the title's backfired on us because everyone comes up and goes how much for cash for the tickets it's just <laughs> just a title mate it's <laughs> yeah just, exactly just, just for fun but we chose that, just we just chose something funny uh, a bit of a phrase that's well known in the community with with ethnics like greeks italians Lebanese, maltese but these days i think everybody it doesn't matter where you're from everyone's asking how much how much for cash you know it's all it's all about saving the dollars isn't yeah it? so yeah. And, and tell us about piero are your background with him piero and i we started uh performing together about seven years ago we kind of met because he was doing his character people and i was doing mine pasquale and i and we, we sort of got chatting we said how funny would it be they, they're kind of similar in many ways you know they got the same sort of style they should be like best friends. They should be they, they should have a best friend. could it be each other? We said, well, let's let's do some videos together, Let's do some sketches, put them online like we all do, um see what reaction they get. They got a great reaction. We just continued making more. Well, then we do, we were doing live streaming videos as the characters. Then we added the women in as well <laughs> to into the mix. And then um you know you develop a bit of an audience enough for you to go to warrant a live show, basically. And uh, now we we try to concentrate on on the live shows where we can. But we've become uh, great friends as well. So it's not just a a working uh, relationship. He's he's one of my best friends too. So uh, we always have a good laugh together.
0: And has Piero yeah. been in TV shows as well? He looks really familiar. Uh, yeah, Crime Stoppers. Yeah, look at that face. <laughs> That's,
1: uh, that'll be both of us, actually. He He's appeared with me um, on uh, Studio 10 and the, the Channel 10 News when we were doing some crosses. We did some live crosses for some some events that we were... Involved in, so he wasn't in Fat Pizza, it looks like. No, looks like a no, but a I mean, no. you, it would look like someone that could be in Fat <laughs> yeah, Pizza. No, not not as yet, not as yet. But um, don't come after with me. i for me saying that. But we, so. you know, it'd be good. That's a good face. That is a good delivery driver. That face. That uh, absolutely. Is, yeah. Imagine getting a pizza from that face. There. I can see him on houses or something. Yeah. Like oh it, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and just uh, while I'm at it, uh, just a shout out to our Adelaide sponsors, Azuri Continental. It's a great little place, and they've come on board to support. Wonderful, like yourselves as well. So thank you very much. My pleasure. You've Appreciate got to support it. local business. Yeah, sure. absolutely. So that's what we're doing. They're doing it for us. So we're, we're you know, helping back as well the um, the community. But I always love coming to Adelaide. I've come here many, many times. Um, I've even toured here with Joe Avardi as well. I've, I've I've opened many shows for Joe Avardi around the country, and we've done many in Adelaide too. So um, another another amazing performer in this group. That I'm so um honored to be around, you know Joe Vardy, George, Tahir, real, yes. real legends of the game, so let's
0: get Joe and Comedy Legends of Beville as well
1: and Piero. yeah, <laughs> absolutely we'll get we'll get Piero in next time. I'm sure you can get Joe as well. We'll get them all, yeah, and then um maybe we can get um we were saying before the two the two Marias, Yes. yeah, people on Pasquale's wives here on the couch. They might have to share a couch <laughs> if you had the boys in, if you had people and Pasquale, they they'd share the couch. Yeah, that that would be pretty insane, yeah. I reckon. Pasquale so. would sit on, on people, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon that's the way it would go. I don't go.
0: think i need to ask any questions. They're just all the talking. No, nah, they so. just, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. get a word in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right, let's not have them on. <laughs> James Leona. Thank been you, mate. it been an absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on Company Legends with really Bevo. And, and can't wait for the show. Not far away. It's in on the 1st of October. 1st of October. How much for catch, get involved in that. Yeah, love to see you all there.
1: Thanks so much, Adelaide.